Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Hey, Martha, and I thought you would enjoy hearing an interview we did recently with the pastor of our local church, Riverside Church, here in Fort Myers. Here's the interview as they prepare to talk about work at church. Hello, Riverside. I am here with Jim and Martha Brangenberg. And when you hear them speak, you may think their voices sound incredibly familiar. That is because they are Riversiders who also spend their days helping Christians navigate the workplace, both through their podcast and I think used to be on the radio as well, or probably still are on the radio. Is that right, guys? Not, not yes. right now. Well, we have a one minute oh, that's, that's on the radio. I keep forgetting. We're on yeah. 100 stations with a one minute I work for him power thought. That's true. Yeah. I well, forgot. I work that. for him is like I-W-R-K. Number, number four. four. Him. Number four. Him. Okay. Com. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, um, for seven years, we have really been speaking into this concept of helping us as well as other believers connect their faith and their work. We lived a very segmented life, um, which I think a lot of people can relate to, is that we go to church, we hear a good message, but on Monday morning, we seem to think we need to leave it at the at our home or wherever work is that we leave to and um, really separate that. And when we really began to learn that our um, our life, you know, Jesus changes 24-7, 365 of us. If he's only changing a part of our life, then is it really a transformation? And so we just started having that dialogue um, on the radio and through podcast to help ourselves as we studied it and help others in that journey to better connect our lives, including our work. We like to say, Steve, that we bring the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways of living out your faith in your work. Sorry, I just enjoy when I hear you guys talk because I think <laughs> I've heard them. I've heard them online. They're on the radio. Um, this Sunday, we're talking about Proverbs 19.15 and, and our call to a work ethic as believers is Labor Day weekend. And so I'm wondering, as, as we talk about work and our faith in the workplace, are there other passages or Proverbs that can help us think about work. You know, I, wanna, I love the verse that you chose because it talks about laziness. And one of the things, and it really talks about a, a la- lack of a work ethic. And one of the reasons that drove us to where I work for him is today is I had 20 years out there in the, in the business world, in the marketplace, and I've run into people who call themselves Christians and I'm like, please do not tell people you know Jesus if you're gonna act that way. Please, <laughs> please don't tell people you know Jesus because that is really gonna work against our plan. So we, we love that, but that is unfortunate. There's so, there's so much um, people struggling with um, uh, compartmentalizing their faith. So, But we really like Colossians 3.23, which is work. I, I, I memorize the NASV. So, but in the NLT, it says, work willingly at whatever you do as though you are working for the Lord, not for people. But our favorite verse in, ta- in shifting the paradigm about our work is Romans 12.2. Again, in the NLT, I'm a simple guy, so the ESV just gets me all twisted up. <laughs> Don't copy that's the. Me too. Yeah, that's a, yeah, but you're a pastor, so you have to use that. You're a preacher. I, well, it's, it's good academically, but it's worded complicated. It is. So oh, Romans 12:2 says, "Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know 
God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. But it's that whole change in the way we think. So many of us think, like I was discipled as a 20-year-old business guy, church is church and work is work. They have nothing to do with each other. And we've got to change that. We've got to stop repeating what the what the, the world says and start looking at what does the Bible say. You know, and okay. I look... Oh, I just had a real quick thing about Proverbs. Um, It's interesting because I did not know you were going to be preaching on Proverbs. And when um, quarantine started, I started reading through the book of Proverbs. And when we started our radio show seven years ago, we started, I don't know if they can read this, but it's Proverbs for Business. And so we actually started using this book on our show to help people like connect the scripture to their business. And somebody's actually taken a bunch of Proverbs and said, okay, take this verse on integrity. What are you doing about that? Take this verse on things like laziness and what are you doing about that in your work? And so that was really a big um, platform for us at the beginning when we were still learning ourselves and saying, how do we connect our faith and our work and use scripture to do it? And the Proverbs is chock full. Okay, so several years ago, I heard a radio broadcast. I'm pretty sure it was you, Jim, interviewing a guy about, um, he talked about the theology of work, which sounds complicated, but it was one of the things I was challenged by, and and I don't know if I got it from that or not, but um, for so long, we think about what role should my faith play in work instead of thinking about what role does work play in my faith Mm. at first i am a believer and so how does how does it help or is that useful to think that way i think work is something we have been given by god it's not a uh, there's good in it oh meaning in work it's such a great question first of all theology of work project theologyofworkproject.org has an online commentary with the theology of work from Genesis all the way to Revelation. But it's not scary. Wow. And it's not scary. It's all in normal English stuff. <laughs> all right. Here, wow. Here's the deal. So many Christians, including who I was before uh, I turned 40, I thought that work was a result of sin, that, that, that that's why it was so hard. But then I started, as I started studying the theology of work, I realized God gave work to Adam as a gift to cause him to have flourishing. And God gave Adam work, the first job he gave him. First of all, it's important to understand that God gave Adam work and said, I've got a job for you. But his first day on the planet, his first full day was a day of rest. Then when they started getting work, they said, Adam, I want you to name all the animals. But God brought all the animals to him because God wanted to work alongside of us in our work because he wants to cause, work is supposed to cause flourishing in us. Too many of us think that we need to quit our jobs so we can go get a job that means something like be a pastor of a church or or, or go work in a Christian nonprofit or go be at work in the foreign mission field. That is a disaster. And that's honestly what's caused the problems we have in America today for the last 60 years because so many Christians have gone, well, my work doesn't mean anything. So, Although we're grateful for pastors. Yeah, no, 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 no. no <laughs> but not, not everybody not, needs to be one. We're not, we need more Christians in the workplace who see themselves right? as... Yeah. I'm the child of God first works a gift. And how does that? So, so, so the whole point of that is that, that us being out there in the marketplace, it's how the early church transformed the Roman empire in the marketplace, just through regular everyday conversations. They taught people about Jesus. It's the gospel mm-hmm. transfer places out there in the marketplaces and the workplaces of the world. And so work is a gift and it's a gift given to us to help us to flourish. And it's also a gift given to us to help us be missionaries in our mission field, which is our workplace. Okay. So speak to me about that. And um, you, you told me there's five things you guys teach people to, and how to integrate those two lives. What are those? Or 
Yeah, so so it came from um, actually Jim's journey as he was really developing, okay, Lord, what am I supposed to do with my work and how do I connect that with our faith? And um, so we have it, it's called the I Work For Him Nation and people can join it on our website at iworkforhim.com. But the first step is to just start by praying for your coworkers and employees. That alone is transformational. You want to take it from there? And we do it by name each and every day. Then we look for ways to serve people over and above what our job requires us to do. Then we look for ways to befriend people outside of the workplace so that we have a relationship with them, not just a work relationship, but a real relationship with them, Mm -hmm. which gives us a platform for sharing what Jesus has done in our lives. Then we look for ways to pray with people when we notice they're having a rough day. Because when people come into the office and they're normally bubbly and the next day they come in and they're like really down, then you go, hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And then they and they actually share with you. First, they might say, I'm fine. And you're like, really? Freaked out, insecure, neurotic, and emotional? That's from the Italian job, by the way. <laughs> and they say, no, really, I, I, I am struggling. They share with you. You listen and you say, hey, can I pray with you about that right now? Mm-hmm. And I've never had anybody say no. Jew, Muslim, atheist, never have anybody say no to me. But the final point is the most important. But all along, be a person of excellence. Being the number one person in your workplace in your position because if we if our work isn't demonstrated by excellence people aren't they don't care what we know about god yeah that's really good that's really helpful and i hope helpful to all of you riverside as you go into this this weekend where we get an extra day to rest and use that to start praying about how you live that out in your workplace or your school or even in your neighborhood those Mm -hmm. five things work everywhere we are yes god bless all right thanks steve You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I work for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online, iworkforhim.com. I work the number four, him.com.